Hello, and welcome to Zap the Gender Pay Gap, the podcast series where we expose the elephant in the room. The elephant's name, the gender pay gap. I am coming to you from Memphis, Tennessee, located on the banks of the mighty Mississippi River. Nestled in the southwest corner of the state, Memphis is home to the blues, barbecue, and so much more. I am your host, Gwendolyn Tucker. Thank you so very much for joining me for season two of Zap the Gender Pay Gap. I am your host, Gwendolyn Tucker. Look for me on Apple, Spotify, Google, and YouTube, or any other platform where you find your favorite podcast. And please don't forget to like and subscribe. You know I'd so greatly appreciate it. It's February, a month of love, and I thank you so very much for showing me love by listening to my podcast and sharing it with others. We also just celebrated Valentine's Day, which happens to be not only for sweethearts nor all about flowers and chocolate candy, but about showing ourselves some love and sharing it with others. As we enter season two, I am determined to show you some love because my mission in life is to leave each person and place better than I found them. So on this podcast, I will continue to expose this elephant in the room, shine a a spotlight on this thing that can eat away at your pay, affecting your financial well-being and your financial independence. Heretofore, this elephant has been wearing a mask, and I am determined to reveal what it has been trying to conceal. Two, I'm going to disclose some previously unknown information, some pertinent facts about the impact that this elephant is making, because if we let it stay, it just may eat us out of house and home. And then three, let's dispose of this elephant as well as its effects. We can do that and I can show you how by finding and fixing your gender pay gap. And to do that for every woman who will listen and who has the courage to act. You remember the song, What's Love Got to Do With It? It was recorded by Tina Turner in 1984 and became her best and biggest selling single. Almost 10 years later, in 1993, a film by the same name was produced based on the autobiography of Tina Turner, the rise and fall of her relationship with Ike Turner and her quest for fame and independence. A phrase in the song goes like this. I'll say it because you definitely don't want me to sing it. I can hear my husband say, amen. Anywho, here's the phrase. What's love got to do with it? Got to do with it. What's love but a secondhand emotion? You may be asking yourself when it comes to work, what in the world does love have to do with it? What does love have to do with any of it? I don't even have to tell you my reply, do I? You know it already. I'm so glad you asked. What's love got to do with it when it comes to work? One word, lots. For some of us, loving our family is what love has to do with it when it comes to work. For example, my dad worked two jobs to support us, getting up early in the morning, working long hours, coming home late, getting four or five hours of sleep, if that much. Then he was up and at it again and again and again, and again. If I could ask him what love had to do with it, 
He definitely wouldn't say that he loved the type of work he did, but he did love taking care of us. And I am so very glad that he did. I'm very fortunate that for most of my career, I worked with a wonderful group of people under the leadership of some great bosses. And for the most part, I loved the work I did. Whether at the mill and cost accounting, sometimes working long days, especially during monthly closing and especially during budget season. But I really enjoyed the work and the people with whom I worked. And then in internal audit, being on the road, sometimes up to three weeks at a time, traveling to almost all the states in the U.S. and provinces in Canada and to countries on three continents outside of North America. I loved what I did and I enjoyed my colleagues too. It was a must to enjoy working with colleagues with whom I traveled because not only did we work in the office together, but we rode to work together, we were on planes together, and we ate many, many meals together too. For the better part of my career in corporate, it was great, even with its ups and downs, until, until I landed an assignment working for a bad boss. I was doing work I loved, but working for this boss was the pits. He didn't want me on his team, and he made sure I knew I was not his first choice. He didn't have to tell me with his words because he told me by his actions over and over again. You may ask, Gwendolyn, why didn't you just quit? Believe you me, I thought about it a time or two or even more. But for one, I'm not a quitter. I had uprooted from Ohio and moved all the way to Memphis. I was convinced that taking the job was the best move for me at the time. I didn't come here to quit. So in this instance, I was determined that he wasn't going to beat me. I was not going to let him or the situation get the best of me. And I'm glad to say I survived. Now, am I asking you to stay in a work situation that is detrimental to your health, mental health and your career? By all means, no. But what I am saying is that in my case, it was possible to love what I was doing, even when I didn't love who I was reporting to. Have you heard the saying, people don't leave companies, they leave managers? Well, I wanted to leave a time or two, but you know what? My saving grace was that I had a good relationship with my boss's boss, as well as a great relationship with others who were in positions of influence within the company. One time, this boss even asked me, let me just tell you how bad it was, asked me if I thought he was a bigot. Boy, was that a loaded question. But before I could respond, his phone rang. Talk about being saved by the bell. That bell probably saved me from opening my mouth and inserting my foot big time. Closer to the end of our time together, he said, you're like a peach. Uh-oh. Hmm. Now, what does that mean? I thought, where in the world is he going with this? I'm sure he could see that I was waiting to hear the rest of what he had to say. And it was this. He said, you appear soft on the outside, but you have a hard core, meaning, meaning you don't give up nor give in easily. Now, at one point in time, that would have meant something to me, but not anymore. I had arrived at a place where what he said really didn't matter as much as it did before. And guess what? I waited him out. He finally retired 
and I even planned his retirement luncheon. Why? Because I was glad to see him go? In part, yes. But in reality, I could wish him well with a clear conscience. He had taught me something. I was tougher than I thought. Like a stand up in a tough situation, I did not have to back down. I found a way to work for this boss while maintaining my dignity and my sanity. In the end, I came out better than when I started in the role. It was a long two and a half years working for that boss, but I made it, and I'm here today to tell you about it. Not too long after he announced his retirement, I got the chance to take on another role that I truly love. One day, after starting my new position, someone asked me, so how's it going? I replied, I love what I'm doing, and I love who I'm doing it with. I did. I really did. I had survived a bad boss and landed in a spacious place. It was worth the fight. You may be asking, what in the world does any of this have to do with Zap the Gender Pay Gap? It's this. For my first annual performance review under this boss, I tried to rate my performance as does not meet expectations. I had done a good job, and I definitely couldn't let that stand. So you know what I did? I had a meeting with him and his boss. We went through each item line by line. And after much discussion, you know what my boss said? I misspoke. Boy, was it. Needless to say, that's an understatement. But if I had accepted that rating, it would have undercut not only my base pay, but my bonus and all my bennies too. It wasn't only about the money, but in part, it was about the money. And it was about being rated fairly. So I'll say it again. Slug got to do with it when it comes to work. I'd say lots. You've heard the slogan, things go better with coke. Well, work goes so much better when you love what you do, who you're working with, and when you're getting paid a fair wage for what you contribute. Now, maybe that's not the case with you. And you can definitely relate to working for a bad boss, as I've mentioned before. But before I go and end this episode, this is what I would ask you. If you could change one thing about your work situation, what would it be? Is it what you're doing? Is it who you're doing it with? Is it who you're reporting to? Please submit your response by contacting me at Gwendolyn J. Tucker.com. I would love to hear what you have to say. Now, my dream is to show women in the workplace how to free themselves from the gender pay gap so that they can gain a greater degree of independence and fund their dreams. I still have a few one-on-one -on -one coaching slots available, so please just message me back if you're interested in hearing more. We can set up a time to talk. Just go to GwendolynJTucker.com and click on contact. I will also put a link in the show notes to this episode. So just check out the description box below on how you can reach me. Now, women, we do work hard for our money. And yes, we do work for love. For those we love, we work hard at our jobs every single day. And because you work hard for your money, please take home all of it. Thank you so much for joining me for season two of my podcast. Words simply cannot express how much I truly appreciate you and your support. Please join me next time and invite a woman in your world to listen in too. I look forward to seeing you here next Wednesday at noon Central Standard Time for the next episode of Zap the Gender Pay Gap. Until then, please be well.
Thank you for joining me for this episode of Zap the Gender Pay Gap. Please rate, review, and subscribe to or follow me wherever you get your favorite podcast. I am your host, Gwendolyn Tucker. Thanks so much for listening. See you next time.